0: And we get questions a lot about like the different tools we use for, you know, different things and what we recommend. And so I figured it would be good for us to just go through them all and have a, a little resource for people. So that's what we're going to do today.
1: Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world.
0: Well, welcome back to Marketing Should Be Fun. My name is Austin Savage, and I'm here with my good friend and business partner, Kelsey Zarco. Kelsey, how are you today?
1: I hope I remember how to do this. That's how I'm doing today.
0: I know. (laughs) You know, it's kind of fun when you just kind of happen to take just a little summer break. You know, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, and it happens, and it was well worth it. Um, you met one of our clients at a coffee shop today, and I'm curious what. Did you get at the coffee shop while you were there?
1: Oh man, the best thing ever! It's this new coffee shop in our area, and I love it. And they have a Nashville fried chicken biscuit sandwich, and it is so. I thought good. you were going to say.
0: I thought you were going to say Nashville fried chicken like latte, and I was oh, going to cool. be like, "Oh my gosh, no. that's disgusting!"
1: I just got a plain old cold brew with my fried chicken sandwich. Healthy nice. That sounds all delicious. Around. It was <laughs> so good.
0: Nice. The other day I was running late to uh, get to a meeting and I didn't have time to eat breakfast in the morning. I like always have to eat breakfast mm-hmm. in the morning. I stopped at Hardee's for a oh, uh, for a chicken sandwich and it was disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't go. Yeah, no. Just I like that.
0: I swear I tasted the chemicals like that's like it was so gross.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like multiple steps down from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know about that, but the line was much longer at McDonald's than it was at Hardy. So maybe there's a reason for that. That so. might be telling right there. <laughs> All right. So let's jump right in. We always love to start our uh, episodes off with a uh, this or that. And uh, we actually have a super fun episode, I feel like, planned for today. So um, we'll knock this uh, this or that out and then see where the conversation takes us, you know? Okay. But uh, anyways, I am in charge of this one, apparently. And I think I know... I always think I know what your answer is <laughs> going to be. And I'm very curious. But I think okay. we have the same answer on this one. So oh, today's surprising. this or that. Spend money or save money?
1: Oh, spend it. <laughs> <laughs> My toxic trait. <laughs> is it? I I like to spend money. It is easier for me to spend money. Yeah. Um, But I would say I spend like smaller amounts more often, it's a little harder for me to make like big purchases. Big, yeah. So yeah, that's I would fair. like to save up for that. Like I'm pretty good at like breaking it down and saving for it versus just randomly buying.
0: Yeah. I used to be a saver. Like that's how my parents raised me. Really? Like I was like a saver. Yeah. And um, I am not anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know this. <laughs> it's so, I just love to like do things I love. Like I love yes. to, you know, like go to restaurants or like try new beers or like, mm-hmm. um, currently, you know, I've been, uh, purchasing new things for my Dungeons and Dragons room at my <laughs> new house. And like, it's just so fun. It's so fun. So I think spending money is way more fun than saving money. So. Yeah.
1: I think it's like one of my weaknesses right now is I don't spend as much money on myself, but Oh my goodness, I spend so much money on my kids. Like this time yeah. of year, especially I have to rein it in like all the back to school things. And that is yeah. fun.
0: See, it that's another fun. fun thing. Is it's like, yeah, that's what like Larissa loves to spend money on that stuff too. She'll come home, she's like, I got this new thing for the kids, or like, I got this new thing for like she loves to like buy new things for the house too. And I'm like, Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Make it yeah. At home. That's awesome. Um, do you see that? Like, I I'm genuinely curious in this. Do you see that trait for me as a business owner?
1: Well, you didn't buy your remarkable yet. So maybe not.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs>
1: no, I feel like you make educated purchases and it's not like on a whim. So, Fair. yeah.
0: So, speaking of saving money, I did not actually even plan this, but this actually oh, works super well. Today, we wanted to talk about the tools we use in our business, yep. which for the most part are things we spend money on. This uh, is true. So, <laughs> so,
1: well done. Well I done. I feel
0: like, um, I feel like we actually do get questions a lot. And usually it's more like on a personal basis, you know, people mm-hmm. who are like, hey, I'm thinking of, you know, starting freelancing or, you know, I think, uh, or like, you know, in my own business, I'm curious what you guys do. Yep. Um, and we get questions a lot about like the different tools we use for, you know, different things and what we recommend. And so I figured it would be good for us to just go through them all and have yep. a, a little resource for people. So that's what we're going to do today. Obviously, we are, you know, kind of a company that is... Um, what are we two years old now?
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. And almost. so almost. I know it's kind of so fun. And so some of these tools, you know, might be uh, less valuable to you if you if your business is further uh, down the line, um, but th- are things that we have found have scaled with us from mm-hmm. day one for the most part mm-hmm. till now. So mm-hmm. top of the list, this is number one for a reason because it is our that brain is, is asana. Uh, Kelsey, I'll let you run with this one. What does that do? For it is us?
1: it is literally like having your brain on a computer screen. It's great. Mm-hmm. I would call it a project management software. Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah. yeah. So this is how we keep all of our tasks organized. It's how we communicate all of our workflows with our um team. It's where it's basically where we keep everything so that it doesn't have to live in our head because yeah. scaling doesn't happen if you make everything live in your head.
0: <laughs> totally. Asana literally operates for us as like an employee basically mm-hmm. like it is somebody like it is pulling so much weight in our in our yeah. business and it's like for us at this point if something doesn't make it into Asana that something does not get done. It's and true. And so it is just so so core but the cool thing I love about Asana is like the workflows that we've been able to develop. Mm-hmm. And so we have workflows in Asana for uh like podcasts, for articles, for um social uh posts mm-hmm. like all of these things where it's kind of operated in columns and when we drag a task or a card over to somebody's column it automatically assigns it to them then they can drag it to the next person in the process and we don't have to be involved in it more mm-hmm. than we need to be. Um so asana is it just it comes golden in yeah yeah
1: it saves so much back and forth communication in a good way too. I feel like the yeah. communication then that we do as a team is more ideas and relationship and conversation and less like, hey, this is ready. Hey, this is ready. Hey, do you have this? Yeah. And so it has just been so good for even our team culture, I feel.
0: Yeah. We have clients who use other project management softwares. Mm-hmm. I think we have um, dabbled in monday.com mm-hmm. is one. Um, Trello, Trello is another that yep. we have have used a little bit. Are there others that we have played around with?
1: I don't. Those think. are the main two. I don't. I yeah. can't think of any other ones.
0: And we definitely like Asana better. So yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Asana definitely top of our list. And uh, if there was only one tool that we could use uh, moving forward, that would definitely be the one uh, yeah. if we had to pick. Yeah. Um. Then but... anything else you want to say on that?
1: I was just gonna say quickly followed if we were gonna have to pick one I would say quickly followed by the next one we're about to talk about
0: which is in my opinion uh yeah definitely I would say so the next one is slack uh, how do we use that Kelsey
1: yeah slack is how we do most of the communication with our clients so mm-hmm. to me if you know asana is like a glorified to-do list but way more than that slack is a glorified text message but mm-hmm. without, you know, without being on your phone, without sharing your phone number, it really is just like a, um, a big message board basically. And you can talk back and forth with people. Yeah. It's great because you can search in it. So you can put in like, a, you know, a phrase, if you need to go back and remember what you talked about, it is so, I love it so much. It just simplifies yeah. things and keeps you in like work mode versus, you know, when you're on your phone and trying to talk, It can get really messy and just distracted. So I love Slack.
0: Yeah. I don't I mean, it is so much less stressful than, like managing things through email i think like it's just a lot more fast-paced and Mm -hmm. um like there's you don't have to it just takes less time i think in general interface is
1: much better i think much easier to read and search and yeah
0: this is one we didn't implement slack until like six months probably into our business and i it's definitely one that i wish we would have implemented at the start yeah um because you know it it was all your idea (laughs) Uh, but there definitely were, you know, clients, or there are clients who like, you know, we didn't have get on mm-hmm. Slack. And this doesn't make sense to um, at this point. And uh, there's definitely a difference in like, you know, the pace of communication yes. and just kind of the way that that uh, operates. So that's been really, really valuable for mm-hmm. us. And Slack for us, the way that we use it, we've been able to use it, um the free version Great. of it. Yep. So that is also a perk that has mm-hmm. kind of uh, scaled with us pretty well so far.
1: Yeah. I would say the comparable version to this would be, um, what is it called? Google Teams? Google Chat? Google? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've had... My husband has used both and I think has said Slack is a little bit maybe easier to just function yeah. and use. But um, you know, both of those would kind of serve the same purpose.
0: Totally. Cool. So we got Asana. We got Slack. Uh, the next one that we use, which is a big one for us with contracting, mm-hmm. with invoicing, and also for bookkeeping um, is a program called 17 hats. Um, and this is a, a lot like, uh, really a lot like, uh, the way that like QuickBooks will, um, operate for some people. And I know like, what is it? HoneyBook or something like that?
1: HoneyBook. And then I think Debsado maybe too is yeah, kind of yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so those are, um, kind of some comparable tools that I know that, um, some other people that we know um, use and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, And 17 Hats has worked really, really well for us. We um, don't use all of its features. It definitely has some like really great features for people who are in like the photography business or who like do a lot of like scheduling and like, um, you know, like in-person kind of events as well. Um, But they have a really, really cool system where, you know, people can just easily click a button, pay an invoice, they can click Mm -hmm. a button and sign a contract virtually And it just is a very like professional kind of program um, and is very, very easy to manage. And the other thing that I like about 17 Hats is it gives all of our clients their own client portal. Um, And so if we ever have a client who comes to us and, you know, maybe we've been invoicing them for two years total, and they're like, hey, Mm -hmm. do you have like a record of all of, you know, like the invoices or something that we could see? Like I can just send them directly to their client portal and they can get all of that. Um, stuff themselves, and so that is definitely a uh, a perk.
1: Yeah, I think it just keeps everything super clean, and like you said, professional looking. Like when you send the emails, it just is very like aesthetically, even just yeah. you know a step up than a regular email with like an invoice attached or something. So, and yeah. honestly, pretty easy to use. I think it's fairly intuitive. So, yeah, it's
0: very convenient. I was gonna say that was like one of the first things I feel like I. Uh, brought you on to yeah. like in the in the <laughs> tools that we were using. That's, that's awesome. True. Uh, the so that's well that one is called Seventeen Hats. Um, and it for us we really use it. I didn't mention this, but that's also where I do all of our bookkeeping as well. Mm-hmm. So um, it's connected to our bank and it's keeping track of all of that stuff too. And it's generally comparable. I'd say it's a little more limited than something like QuickBooks, but it is exactly what we need um it for um it does a great job so 17 halves is what that one's called this next one i really enjoy but it mm-hmm. is called uh loom and uh kelsey how do we use loom
1: i love loom it makes things so much easier you know when you're just like oh i need to pick up the phone and call somebody because it's just so much easier to explain than texting yeah. them this like does that for you in a way so basically yeah. it's a screen recording tool where you can mm-hmm. have something up on your screen and then it has like a there's several options, but how we use it is it'll keep you in a little circle at the bottom. And so you can yeah. kind of give a video walkthrough or talk something out while they're looking at whatever it is on the screen. Sometimes we'll do this for um, content calendars and say like, Hey, look at July. Here's everything. Here's kind of the thoughts yep. behind it, the strategy behind it. We do this for our proposals mm-hmm. where we will pull the proposal up and just walk our you know potential client through what's all happening on the screen. And it just gives a great personal feel, but also let lets you explain things better without yeah. always having to write everything out. Sometimes it's just more effective to use your voice.
0: Totally. And beyond that too, it's just a great video sharing tool. Like for yeah. us to, you can like record a vis- video somewhere else and upload it to Loom and mm-hmm. it allows people to leave comments or, um, you know, just kind of easily interact with something um, in a way that again, kind of feels professional and, uh, you, you know, they see your branding there and kind of yeah. uh, all of that stuff. Um, and so that's been a good tool for us. And like you said, we do send videos along with all of our proposals. It makes it really easy for us to do that, to walk through um, that in detail. That's a little, uh, you know, quick tip for anybody who does freelancing. That's something that we found very effective rather than just sending over a proposal, taking the time to walk through it as well without having to hop on a call and, yes. you know, commit an hour or whatever mm-hmm. to uh, to that. So yeah. Love it. That one is called Loom. Uh, The next ones are in your world, Kelsey. We've got Creator (laughs) Studio and Buffer are two tools that we use for social scheduling. What does that look like?
1: Yeah. I feel like as much as I live in Asana, I live in these too. Uh, These are basically social media scheduling uh, tools. So Creator Studio is free. It will link to your Facebook, to your Instagram. It's pretty simple to set up. And this just lets you... Schedule posts. You can either, even schedule reels now in some mm-hmm. capacities yeah. there. Um, and then buffer is the same thing. And there are free options and paid options. And there's different ways you can use it. Um, but that one will also connect to LinkedIn, which is very yeah. convenient. So is as someone who's managing multiple clients, this is a no-brainer. And they're all very um, rep- reputable, very mm-hmm. intuitive. Um, and we would not survive without them.
0: That is very, very true. <laughs> Yeah, for one of our clients we use uh Later, which is another great mm-hmm. social scheduling tool. Yeah. Um but we have found Buffer just to be like very just easy. Uh it's just mm-hmm. kind of simple, um does, you know, what we need it to and um it do- it like allows you to do different types of posts well. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, you know, just doing a text post for example or a link post or, you know, yeah. in- embedding a photo or whatever. Um for the most part, you know, we are able to do a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff we still have to post natively because that's just the way social uh, is today. But as much as we can, we try to schedule it beforehand. Yeah.
1: And Creator Studio is is created from Facebook, like they put it out. So I do feel like a lot of times it connects really well just because it's the same, you know, backside of things happening.
0: Yeah. So Creator Studio, you like it is a Facebook tool, so that is something Mm -hmm. that you um, can use in that. And Buffer is a separate tool um, you can use for social scheduling, and both of them are great. So the next one that we have on here is ConvertKit. This is not honestly something that we use a ton, just with where we're at in business, but we do use it. Um, So we have, you know, like a uh, ConvertKit is an email um, software, so it allows you to send marketing emails and um, different, you know, broadcasts to groups that you have uh, set up, and so we have. Emails that we'll send out just to our clients, and then we do have, you know, a greater list for just people who follow along with us or who have downloaded the freebie that we have on our website, um, that kind of stuff. And so, ConvertKit is definitely one of the more popular yeah. email uh, tools out there. It's done well for us. I feel like it's a very professional, kind of like very reliable um, tool. Interestingly enough, none of our clients use it though. <laughs> Um, with all of our clients, we're sending in either HubSpot, um, Mailchimp, or FlowDesk. Um, and so FlowDesk, I feel like was the honorable mention. I kind of wanted to just throw in here as well Mm -hmm. because I feel like if we started over, I would probably start over in FlowDesk purely because of ease of use. Mm -hmm. Like it just is for especially if you're just starting out and you know really aren't like don't have that complicated of. An email list that you know needs to be segmented out to all these different lists, or that you have to mm-hmm. create these very complicated workflows or anything like that. Flowdesk is probably the tool that we would actually recommend for you um, for an email marketing uh, system. And I know you use that as well, Kelsey, in yeah you know, your own personal business. I've stuff. used it,
1: yeah, for my own personal business for a couple of years now, and it is just so simple, and it makes everything mm-hmm. look really aesthetically pleasing you can kind of pick whatever vibe you want to go with but it's just a lot of drag and drop and then enter in and it's honestly pretty um what's the word i'm looking for yeah affordable too especially if you know find a friend who already uses it they usually have a referral code or you can reach out to me but they give you lots of different um, ways to make it even more affordable and it's just super simple like you said
0: yeah once you get mailchimp and stuff set up with templates and things like that then it's great uh, but before that point, it can just be a little complicated yes. and frustrating um, in getting that stuff set up. And it True. just is sometimes a little more in-depth than people mm-hmm. really need, um, yeah. especially as you're starting out. So it's Definitely. valuable for larger, kind of more complicated systems mm-hmm. down the road. But sweet. So that's ConvertKit and Flowdesk are what those um, are called. And then uh, we wanted to talk about graphic creation as well and uh, stuff like that. So we do um, pay for the Adobe Creative Suite, which if you do creative work, you should absolutely pay for the Adobe Creative Suite. Um, And the tools that I'm like personally using in that are um, Photoshop, um, like anytime we're doing graphics or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, Even, you know, we have some podcast uh, quote templates and stuff that we use for social that I'll use. Um that for, and then we use um, Adobe Premiere for a lot of video work um, for our clients. like if we're, you know creating um, a reel from a recent podcast episode or whatever, mm-hmm. or editing the podcast episode itself, if it's a video podcast. Um, and then we edit all or create all of our um, freebies for our clients and um, proposals mm-hmm. in Adobe InDesign. Um, and then we have a graphic designer on our team who's using more tools than this and all of those things. So we use the Adobe Creative Suite. And I also wanted to say that we also use Canva. <laughs> and for those of you who are creative, it is totally okay for you to use Canva. Uh,
1: Regardless of what the memes out there say about
0: exactly Canva
1: not making you a graphic designer. That's true. <laughs> but it's still really helpful.
0: It's a great tool. Canva yeah. has awesome templates. Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't need to recreate the wheel every time you, uh, create something. And uh, we've found both of those, uh, tools very, very effective. So I feel Mm -hmm. like in one day, you know, I can be making something in, uh, in, um, Photoshop, but then jump right over to make something in Canva and both are fine. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times, like, most people aren't even gonna notice, yeah, uh, the difference, and mm-hmm. um, that's good. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: if you're, I see Canva used a lot, um, especially in like my previous, just different fields yeah. with people who have personal brands. That's a great place to start. You, you don't have mm-hmm. to learn how to use Photoshop to, you know, get a brand off the ground or kind of start to just dabble in creating a little yeah. bit of simple, um, simple graphics for your social for sure.
0: Yeah, the other place Canva is awesome with is um, like YouTube uh, thumbnail um, mm-hmm. templates. Like they have a lot of really, really cool ones that you can use and kind of repurpose to make something that looks, you know, very modern and kind of up to date without having to like do all of the stuff yourself. Um, totally. So that's another place that I found uh, value in it as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that is the Adobe Creative Suite and Canva um, is what that tool is called. Um, and then we, uh, for our website, our website currently is on Squarespace. We do... uh work though in Squarespace and WordPress and yeah. we have built sites for our clients on both Squarespace mm-hmm. and WordPress. Uh and really our perspective is you know as you are getting started it is totally fine uh for you to have a site on a, a place like Squarespace. Uh, it mm-hmm. is going to take a lot of you know thinking out for you and um, definitely makes it easy to manage and get something you know up off the ground. I think I designed the our like original version of our website in like two days, uh, maybe. <laughs> just like getting it out there. Um, and it's very, very easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, WordPress is definitely a tool though, that we also are planning to scale our site into at some point and uh, do work um, for for our clients because mm-hmm. it does offer a lot more customization, yeah. a lot more things that you can do to um, just help your organization scale to the level that you're wanting it to scale to.
1: You know, I definitely see the creativity and just we've created some really cool websites for clients on WordPress and Squarespace too. My website, like my personal one is also on WordPress, but I did not design that and it was worth every penny to let someone else. So there's that too. Yes.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So those are Squarespace and WordPress, what those ones are called. Um, The next two, we have Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout is where our all, Almost mm-hmm. all of our podcasts yeah. that we manage and this podcast, um, it's where they are hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you want to launch a podcast, you have kind of have to uh, have a podcast host. And Buzzsprout is definitely always going to be our recommendation. They are a very modern platform um, and they host a lot of shows. They're very reputable as well. Yeah. Um, and they make it really, really easy to have multiple shows. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I really like about them is that we can switch between client shows, you know, very, very seamlessly. Um, and they just have, uh, just a very like modern kind of interface Mm there. It's Um, also
1: very easy to use. I mean, you taught me to use it in like one zoom call and I made a few notes and super simple.
0: Yeah. They're walking you through everything. They have a great onboarding process and I know that they're great, too. If you currently use a different uh, podcast host, they're great about helping you migrate over to their platform as well. And they have a lot of cool stuff. So um, Buzzsprout is an awesome podcast host that uh, we enjoy. We do have clients who use Libsyn as well. And um, it's another great tool. Um, definitely like very different interface than uh, Buzzsprout. But they you know are definitely the top two for a reason um, there. The last tool we wanted to talk about was Google Drive. Good old-fashioned Google Drive. Keeping it uh, classic. And it has been a great tool for us, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like. Um, Kelsey, how do we kind of uh, organize Drive for our clients? Yeah.
1: yeah. We also, along with this one, should talk about Google Sheets. So just thought of that too. Yeah. Um, but I would say, yeah, Google Drive and Google Sheets, they're both just simple because most people know how to use them. So you're mm-hmm. not having to teach a whole new like platform or way to get into something. It's just most people get Google these days. They've yeah. taken over the world. Um, so Google Drive yeah. is where each client hat, we have a, a folder for each client. And within that, we have places where they can share photos, documents, mm-hmm. um, you know, audio files and video files for their podcast, all things like that. So it just makes a really simple central place where they're putting things in, we're getting things out or vice versa. And it stays very organized, very clean and easy to use, yeah. super simple. We also use similarly Google Sheets to send mostly social content. So we'll use that to communicate, like, here is the post copy, here is the link to the graphic that will go with this post or the Mm -hmm. video or the reel. And again, you know, we could have tried to have them log into Creator Studio and look at things previewed that way, but it's just Google Sheets again is simpler. Everyone can understand how to use it and it's just very user friendly. So we use that constantly, weekly, all the time.
0: Yeah. It keeps us from, you know, people accidentally like, causing an error or something or accidentally Mm -hmm. like deleting something after it's been, you know, finished or anything like that Mm -hmm. Um, and just makes a lot of sense there. So that's another tool that is very valuable and rather inexpensive uh, when it comes down to it um, for you to use. So that is our sort of lengthy list, maybe not that lengthy of all of the tools that we are using um, every single week in our uh, business. And hopefully that uh, helps you or gives you some ideas of ways that you could use some of those or some of your uh, current tools maybe differently um, to you know add some value to you as well.
1: Cool. Well, there is our list. Hopefully you get some new ideas and fresh inspiration. But I think I would just leave you with: don't try to keep it all in your head. Don't be afraid to you know use a new system or try a new tool because it really will be able to let you scale and just reach new goals and new ways you can serve your clients better. And all around, it will just be a super valuable investment of your time and your money.
0: I love it. We love to spend money. So that's uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) bringing it back around land the plane.
0: Yes. Uh, All right. We will see you right back here on the next episode of marketing should be fun.
1: Hey, thanks for listening in to today's episode of the marketing should be fun podcast. We share an episode every other week. So make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love to connect with you on social. So come hang out on Instagram at savagecontent.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.